What's up, y'all? It's King Dane. And this is Christina. And we want to welcome you all to the, the Logan, Logan Lounge. Lounge. Thank y'all for tuning in. Hope you enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Damian Logan, and I am joined by my wife, Christina Logan. We are joining today to bring you guys another episode of the Logan Lounge. Woo! That's the studio audience. Thank you, babe. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, but <laughs> nah. Uh, what's up, y'all? Um, welcome to another episode of the Logan Lounge podcast. Uh, we have been a little bit MIA, but that's okay because life is taking its course on us. Um, if you do not know, we are expecting uh, a baby boy this month. Yeah. Uh, his due date is actually the 28th, but the way things are looking, hopefully, we are, let's say it like this, we are hoping for a soon arrival. Yes. We are in high anticipation for um, Silas to arrive. Uh, so don't worry, he's not going to be premature. She's already full term. Yeah. As of this week, yes. if I'm correct. Uh, near term. Close enough, though. Close enough. Close enough. Don't, don't, I don't need all technicalities. And <laughs> if you're in the week of and finishing the week, I don't, I don't I'll try all. to explain that to him. That's why he's saying all that. It's okay. Anyway, if y'all could see this setup of how she's sitting right now. <laughs> uh, she got this. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Pillows. Like eight stacked in a row. One, two, three, four, five. So we're on our couch right now. And she's like. She needs back support, so she got all these pillows stacked up behind. It was actually my idea, but I was saying it in a joking way because I was laughing. But she was like, "No, I'm serious. I really need that." So it just made it. it <laughs> I was just like, made "That's a, a good idea." It just made a whole funny moment. So we yeah. was like super weak before we started this. So um, hilarious. But yeah, so we have been a little bit in my like I said, but that's okay. This will probably actually be our last episode for. A little while, um, may try to squeeze another one in uh, for you guys, but uh, yeah, we're just in high anticipation for um, our new baby to come, so that's what kind of what our sights are on, so um, yeah. that's where we're at, so y'all pray for us, and make sure that everything goes well, and <coughs> sorry, uh, you okay, and that, uh, I blame everything on pregnancy, that's why I call, <laughs> okay, gotcha, sorry, you're sorry for having a normal bodily function, no, it's because I'm pregnant, uh, Okay. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so what are we talking about today? We are going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we're going to take this episode and designate it to, uh, well, the, I guess the next two episodes or however it works out. Yes. We'll see. Uh, but we're going to take this episode and talk about a testimonial. Mm. Uh, we're going to make it a testimonial. So we're going to examine the life of uh, Christina Logan. Um, and learn about how she came to Christ, learn about um, who she grew up to be, who she's becoming, um, where did she come from, and how did that lead her to the path that she's on now as a wife and a mother um, who has a full-time job and all the above, so who serves in ministry, all these things. So we're going to learn about her a little bit, uh, a little bit of her background. So um, without further ado, you want to speak now, so you can speak. No, I don't want to. I was just going to say, so you're going to ask me questions, right? I'm going to ask you what It's I'm like on. he's going to be kind of like interviewing me through my testimony. So right? I am the interviewer. She is the interviewee. 
Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm ready. So without further ado. I'm excited. Without further ado. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just saying, I haven't shared my testimony in a while, so this will be fun. All right. I'm trying to hold it to where she can't see the question, so because oh, she'll, she'll look at it. Okay. Go ahead. I'm not looking. All right. So, this is just what I know about you. So, I know you're from California, obviously, um, That's which is a very diverse area. Um, as far as ethnic backgrounds, um, you know, uh, foods that you eat, it just, it's just very diverse as opposed to the state of Kentucky where we live at now, which is where I'm from. So um, it's very diverse. And I know that you grew up in a household. You grew up in a full house, say like that. So you have no pun intended. Yeah. So you had right. <laughs> San Francisco. <laughs> um, so, well, I didn't, even, I didn't even put it in. Yeah, there. that's why I said that. So, yeah, she's from San Francisco Bay Area and grew up in a full house, literally. Um, she has three older brothers, a uh, niece and a nephew, um, her mom, and then had grandparents living there as well. At one point. Both of them at one point, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes. Uh, so, what about, I guess, what can we start here? So, is there anything about your childhood that reminded you of God or... Did it? Did anything make you want to think about is God real or does He exist or what does it look like to even be a Christian? That like were those things taught or did you experience it? Did you see it in friends or maybe school or home or anything? Like what did that look like growing up? Um, honestly, well, in my home, no, nothing. Never talked about God. I've never heard anything about Jesus anything like that. I can't recall at one point anything God related being talking about, talked about in my household. Um, but I did have some friends around me and like one of my best friends, I remember going to church with her. We were real little. Um, and I went to church with her, but I was so young. I don't, I didn't like get nothing. Like all, all the kids (laughs) hurt cause she had, two brothers and an older sister, all, all of them were all asleep on the church pew. And I was the only one awake, like paying attention at the church because <laughs> they went every Sunday, you know? Um, but I, and then I remember her dad would sit in the house and read the Bible all the time. I do have that memory. And then I had some other neighborhood friends who went to like this little youth thing. Um, we were really young too. And I would go there. So that was my only exposure was outside of the home. Other than that, we didn't talk about God. I didn't have like a, thought about him either you know what i mean i think i always kind of struggled with is he even real that's kind of how it was i got you so um you struggle with <clears throat> you struggle with the idea of him even being real personally but you saw other people kind of giving you an example of what it might look like right um so did you even understand like so let's just outside of the examples that you saw with your friends and you know the youth groups and the church and stuff like that at home, did you like, I know you said you questioned was God real, but like, did you even have a, a knowledge of like Jesus at all or Holy Spirit or, you know, any of anything like that, you know? Definitely not. I had never heard of Holy Spirit before. Um, I didn't know anything about Jesus, honestly, nothing. Like maybe I've seen images of him like on the cross. But other than that, I didn't know why he was on the cross. Like I didn't know anything about Jesus. Um, I do remember my friend Denise though. 
and this is like going kind of fast forwarding into a little like high school time. She had these pictures on the wall and it, it, sh- it said it had like three things about Jesus on it. And it was like, he got on the cross, he got off and then he rose again or whatever. And I still didn't know that until I saw that picture in high school. So yeah, I didn't get any knowledge and it, whatever I did learn in the youth groups, whenever I did go with my neighbors, which is every once in a while, I probably didn't remember it to be honest. Mm-hmm. I got you. So that and that that's that's man, it's crazy that that was your your upbringing cuz I know for me for me personally like I never had I, I was never forced to go to church or nothing like that and I didn't really go until I became a teenager for real but um there was always this like understanding of God and Jesus and you know I guess I would call it a Christian household growing up, but it wasn't really that like proclaimed or nothing. We didn't have Bible study. We didn't have preaching on TV. We, yeah. None of that. So, um, my, like now my granny would like though, talk. but yeah, but like, like what you said, like people would talk about God probably. Like, oh, thank God that this didn't happen. Or thank you. You know, like would occasionally probably say something. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what I'm- I, I think when I was younger, my story was similar to yours. Like I, my granny, she would watch church on TV mm. on Sundays and, it's kind of similar to, you know, people watching YouTube now, yeah. you know, so. Um, but anyway, back to you. So, um, you talked about some seeds being planted along the way. So, obviously, you have no recollection recollection of, uh, you know, Jesus on the cross. You have no recollection of, you know, Holy Spirit. Never. Holy no, Spirit. I didn't hear about Holy Spirit until college. No. Wow, that's crazy. So, ne- <laughs> never, nothing about, like. You should go to church or never, nothing no. about like God loves you, no. you know, just. Well, what happened was, so let me explain why real quick. Um, my grandmother was Catholic and mm. I didn't really know that because we never got a chance to really talk. I don't Hell know. Mary. <laughs> Run quick. See, right. no, let me stop. That is not. What he was. Right. Anyways. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know. If she ever like talk to me about God like she passed away when I was in high school but I just don't remember conversations about God with her um but I know she made my mom go to church a lot and so I think my mom might have got a little weird about church so she never made us go and she never had us go as a family like not one time have we ever been to church as a family until like later on in life when I got saved and invited her to church so that's kind of like why it was like that setup in my house. So it wasn't even a conversation. That's how much it was so like not, I don't know. It just wasn't a topic in our household. Yeah, I got you. So let me ask you this. This is kind of like a sidebar question. So you said you, you invited your mom to church with you. Yes. And she came and went to mm-hmm, church. Mm-hmm. And then she so, started going oh, with wow. my friend Denise because okay. we all lived in Kentucky. Yeah, so yeah. I would go home on the breaks or whatever. Yeah. And like Denise would invite me to church and I'm like, hey, mom, you want to come? Whatever. She came. Yeah. So. And, and then she started going. So what was that like? Obviously. So your mom never explained to you like the feelings that she had towards church or anything like that growing up. Right. So like after you got saved, what would that like? What did that feel like? having your mom in a service in a church service with you like what did that feel like yeah i I don't know i didn't really like i mean i guess i was like excited you know i was like oh wow like i've never seen her in this setting like she even was like raising her hands and stuff i could tell she my mom's really sensitive 
So she's going to be sensitive to the spirit too. And like mm. feel, <laughs> he rolled his eyes. Cause I'm like that too, whatever. But like yes. she, so I could tell she was feeling the love of God pretty easily. Like she was open to it. You know, like she might have some like things that she needs to work through in her mind and whatever in her faith. But I could tell she's like really, she was really sensitive and it, it made me excited. Cause it's like, Oh wow. Like, she seen that it that my life was changed and that she that's why she was even willing to go really because nobody else invited her until yeah. i did yeah i feel it um and i think it just speaks to how you are driven to like foster that family driven relationship um across the board you know even with everybody that you related to um <clears throat> so like when you I want to kind of go back to your childhood now. Yeah. So, uh, did you? So you, you said you never had any thoughts about anything. So there's, there's there's no thought in my mind in your mind that says you know I wonder what God is doing or <laughs> I wonder if God loves me or is God real or you know what about that time he went in the temple and flipped over the tables? You know I what I'm saying? You know, know. There's there's none, there's none of that going on. There's there's none of that. I didn't there's, know that there's, story. There's no hearing <laughs> of none of that, right? No. So it's like, what was your like basis on like uh like what was your value system based like on my philosophy yeah like, so like what was your like what was your moral compass like what did it where did it come from because right. I'm, I'm interested to know that because i know morally good people that yeah. don't necessarily believe in god or be complain proclaim to be maybe christians yeah but like they're just morally good people they do the right things and they're right. nice to people and they have you know what i'm saying but obviously there's a that's still God in them. They're just not acknowledging it. But yeah, exactly. um, so like when you're, when you don't acknowledge that, like what is like, what, I don't know. So like, what was your, what was your philosophy? Your belief I, system? I mean, honestly, I didn't know. So childhood, I'm not thinking about that stuff. First of all, I'm a kid. You know what I mean? I'm kind of just like living in the environment I'm in. That's just what it is. But like, as I got older, I mean, I always just been really nice. I can't be mean. Like, like you said, like we have that standard moral compass, like built in us already. It's just, we need to pair that with God. Like God put that there for a reason. Yeah, so that's, I already, that's, that's God. That's really God DNA. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I already like, I was living by whatever that was, but without the, 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 the grace and the influence of the Holy spirit. Right. So, yeah, um, yeah. I, uh, I was always a nice person. I wasn't mean to nobody. Like I never wanted to hurt anybody. Like that was never something I wanted to do or like be just like a bad person. So I just kind of was just a nice person. Um, but I just never thought about like heaven. Never thought about heaven. <laughs> I mean, like that everybody thinks about heaven. I mean, I thought about it, but that wasn't like okay, I'm going to be good so I can go to heaven. Like, that wasn't even a, that wasn't a correlation to me. Wow, wow. You know what I mean? That's different. That's yeah, different. so, but, so, but, but in my mind, also, like, I also thought, like, when you die, and I grew up a large part of my life thinking about this, like, that's just it. You die, that's it. Like, you're just here for this time, and you die, and that's it. Everything just turns black. There's nothing. There's nothing. So, that's it's, just it's how I live it. my life. And also, you know, I had older brothers. So one of my older brothers, I don't know if he was serious or like what, but like he would kind of speak some like atheistic stuff. And that kind of like influenced me too. So where I was like, oh yeah, I, I kind of believe that, that there is no God. So I was kind of, I was like, you know, 
atheist, but then I got a little older and been like, I don't know, maybe agnostic. So and so. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> she just gives this like, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Dad. It's like hard to talk a long time too because I ran out of breath. <laughs> this baby's present yeah, on my Keep in mind, she's uh, coming up on 38 weeks pregnant, so yeah. uh, we're dealing with that, too. So, yeah, I have uh, show my wife some grace. Thank you. With your listening ears. Bless the Lord. Uh, but, so that's very interesting, because yeah. I knew the pretty much the basis of that, but I didn't know to that extent. Yeah. Um, and, and sorry, one more thing. Just thinking about, like, you think you like you're just here for this time and you die like do you really have like a purpose-driven life then you know because then it's like well then i'm just gonna do what i can until i die that's kind of like the mindset i grew up in and had just to throw that in there like when you have that there's no purpose like why am i here none of that like that stuff wasn't flowing through my mind at all and then this is kind of going in a different route but like having that mindset will definitely influence your behavior Mm -hmm. and then a lot of times most of the time majority of time maybe even 100 percent of the time that will lead you to find yourself in a place of like where is my life going i don't even know what i'm doing uh i I think i want this but when i get it i still feel empty Mm -hmm. You know, I still want more, want something different. I want a new thing or I'm always, I'm chasing something. Right. So, yeah, uh, I think that there's a like what we were talking about earlier about the moral compass thing. So that's just a that's just a, a, a knowledge of of being fulfilled by God because only God can fill a void. Yeah. Um, but that's something that we do often as people. We try to fill voids with something that God is supposed to fill. Yeah. Um, and that's what majority of like my growing up was because I didn't have that. You'll see as the more questions you ask. Yeah. That's why yeah, I got I got involved you. in the things that I did. And it makes sense now. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this and you can be as raw as you want to uh, be as detailed as possible or not. Uh, or whatever you can remember. So <laughs> <That part. laughs> um, what types of things like did you get into like growing up? Like, and we can kind of move out of childhood, maybe into yeah. like your teenage years, yeah. you know, going to middle school, high school. I don't know if they call it middle school in California. It's middle school. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, but middle yeah. school is just seven and eighth grade. I think here okay. it's six, seven, eight. Yeah. yeah. Um, which there probably was still six, seven, eight grade out there. I don't know. But anyways, um, well, honestly, to be real, I was a pretty good, like, I mean, like I said, like I was always nice, never want to hurt nobody. Like middle school, high school, I didn't get in trouble. I never bright blonde hair with braces. No, my hair wasn't blonde in high school though. I didn't dye my hair till college. Uh. But um, <laughs> no, like I actually never got in trouble. It wasn't I didn't go do stuff like I could have. My mom like was very lenient. If I was hanging around the wrong people, I think that was God's protection. If I was hanging around the wrong people, I could have got involved in a lot more stuff than I did at a younger age. But I was actually around really, like, grounded people. Uh, especially, like, I was talking about Denise. <clears throat> she grew up in a, I'm a, I'll just say a religious household. You know what I mean? Um, actually, I have a, I actually went to church with her, and it was a Spanish church. It was kind of fun. Um, they spoke in Spanish the whole time. Mm. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. That's cool. And it was a Pentecostal Spanish church at that. So, little did I know they were speaking in tongues, too. But I didn't know. Them. Right. You know right, what I mean? I'm right. thinking they're speaking in Spanish and stuff. <laughs> um but 
Anyway, so, like, high school, I didn't get in trouble or anything like that. I'd say, like, I started to, you know, transition towards the end of high school into my junior college years. So, I had my first boyfriend at the end of high school. It's the first time, I, you know, I lost my virginity, all of that stuff. I didn't know anything about saving yourself till marriage. That was never even a thought in my mind. Um, I just knew, like, whenever I get a boyfriend, that'll happen. You know what I'm saying? But I wasn't so, out here just, so when was this? I was probably like 17. Yeah. I think about 17. Yeah. Because we were together till I was like my first year out of high school. Yeah. So that's when I lost my virginity. Nobody taught me like, hey, save yourself till marriage. None of that. So I was doing what I thought was normal. Um, and then after that, whew, I don't know. I just started. I went to college. It was a junior college. And Got my own car, bought my own car. Um, just, I had a little more freedom. I was able to go. I had a little job. I was making a little bit of money, like just to be able to go, like not very much money, but enough to put gas in my car, maybe, and go drink and smoke. And I started smoking weed a lot. So that was around that time. Mm. And then, so I don't know, like, I got to, what else do you want me to, like, get into? Like, this is a, totally up to you. Totally up to you. Whatever you think is relevant to... To, like, my testimony, yeah. I guess. Well, I mean, after me and my first boyfriend broke up, I started, like, going out with my friends a lot more. I went to, like, clubs and, mm. you know, 18 and up clubs. Um, so, let me ask you this. Yeah. So, like, are you doing all these things now just because just because you have the freedom? I think... Well, I Because... You, you went over your childhood and you were like, you know, you didn't really get didn't into do much nothing. or, you know, yeah. you just probably was outside playing with your brothers and, yeah. you know, so on and so forth, things like that. So it just like because you, you get exposure to this now because you have your own car, your own transportation, uh, you're not under your mom's roof. You know what I'm saying? Just like you can kind of do what you want to do. So it's mm-hmm. like, are you indulging in these things just because you have the freedom to or like were these things legit, legitimate like interests that you had? Or was it both? I think it could be a little bit of both. Like, I was exposed to all this stuff prior to whenever, before I ever did it. Like, I mean, my family, everybody in my family drinks, smokes, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So, it was always around me. And I think, like, I just eventually was like, okay, I want to do this stuff now. Like, I've seen it my whole life. I'm ready to do it. I just waited a long time, which is, I mean, that's better than doing it too young, I guess. I remember people in high school smoking weed and I was going to do it one time and then, like, Something inside me was like, no, don't do that. You hold, know that what I mean? hold that ghost. Ain't that crazy? Hold that ghost. So crazy. But so, yeah, I, I mean, I had a little more freedom in college. So then now I'm hanging around more people, too, at my junior college um, who do those things. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, y'all want to come kick it? Like, mind you, I'm like older now. I'm more like fitting into my womanly body. Right. You know, I'm out of the awkward high school. <laughs> I'm out of the awkward high school stage and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm re- like, I'm like, okay, y'all come hang out. Like, and then my friends, we all go, we drink, smoke, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of how that went. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, and I played softball. Okay. So, so all the athletes so, would hang together, party together. So talk like, about that. So like, when did you get, when did you, when did you decide like, okay, softball was a sport I'm going to play? Oh, well, that was young. Because you, you played other sports. Yeah. So it's I like, mean, I played I played basketball was first. Yeah. I really loved basketball, like, a lot of my youth. Yeah. Um, but then I played softball, and then 
I just stuck with it. I, I, I did both in high school for a little bit, and then I transitioned to just mm-hmm. softball. And then what was the reason for that? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's honestly, kind of a sidebar. I don't know. I think I just liked it better. Yeah, I got you. It was more fitting for me. I don't know. I, I think I, I had more confidence in my softball abilities, but I part of me wishes I would have stuck with basketball because I would have built more confidence. Because in high school, I had no confidence at all. You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about because you went yeah. through that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't until um, I went to college where I got confidence in my athletic abilities more. So, anyways, yeah, that's just. I um, stuck with softball, and that's the only reason why I went to college was because of softball. I wasn't gonna go to wow. college. So you weren't even because no. you weren't even gonna go. No, I was gonna just graduate high school and get and a job, go back to the crib and just work. You probably get your own apartment and just have Maybe. a boyfriend and do whatever you want to do. I would be living a very different life right now. Right. <laughs> yeah. Probably would have never made it out of California. No, def- no, that's the yeah. only reason why I got out of California. Yeah. It was sports in yep. college. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, which I'm grateful for because I never would have met her. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. But that's the mindset I had. Like, it was just like you live, man, it's so crazy how it's all tied together, really, to not knowing God, you know, like not knowing I have a purpose and I have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um, just the environment I grew up in makes you feel like, man, you got to work hard and um, you barely making it. And, you know, just kind of like a poverty mindset mm-hmm. and like, all of that. Like, you can't afford college. You can't go to college. Like, that was, like, the mindset I had growing up. What's interesting is that um, God, even even before we, like, acknowledge him outwardly or even inwardly, it just is funny how he always will appear to us in some form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Or he'll, like, make himself known or present in a moment. Um, like the moment when you were about to smoke weed and you just felt like this, like this, like something was like, nah, I don't need to be doing yeah. this. Like that, that was your conscience. We all know what the source of the conscience is. Mm-hmm. Um, God, right. So, and then you just had to, you just had this good moral, like, you know what I'm saying? Aspect about you to not do, you know, outwardly defiant mm-hmm. things. And, um, it, it seemed like from what I'm getting, but you haven't said it, but from what I'm getting is that like, you knew your limits. Oh, yeah. What you, I mean, you would have fun. You, you might go out. You might drink. You might mm-hmm. smoke. You might be out with your friends. But you knew your limits to where, like, you weren't. You wouldn't be in a dangerous, you know, very uh, or a dangerous environment to where somebody could get hurt. Or I mean, I don't know. I think what later is, yeah. what happened though is I did get influenced that direction though because I was around like some stuff later like that I shouldn't have been around and doing things that I knew were wrong that I was still doing anyways. Mm-hmm. You know okay. what I mean? I'm not going to get into too much detail. Yeah, well, I mean, what, that, what, so so I want to kind of go against the grain a little bit. So okay. I, I, I want to get into that. No, that's fine. There's just um, one thing I didn't want to. Yeah. I, I, okay, I'll say it in a way without, I like used to steal a yeah. lot. Yeah. Like I, a previous job I had a long time ago yeah. and like just stuff like that and yeah. hanging around like, pimps and yeah. stuff and i never yeah. prostituted but like yeah. that was very common where i was from and like a couple of my friends were like legit pimps yeah. like they would go to vegas and that was like a whole thing so did you ever go with them no uh-huh. but if honestly i know they were trying to get me to like stop trying to put me on yeah like oh yeah they're gonna try that's what they do but I, they knew i wasn't going i was really just like the homie low-key you know what i mean yeah i never would go I got you. So, what did you like? 
what was because good good moral thinking christina <laughs> what did you think about being around friends that were pimps and yeah. uh drug dealing, drug dealing yeah. and you know people that was like stealing and mm-hmm. you know hitting you know that type of lifestyle like because yeah. you're around it you're not doing it but you're around it you yeah. see what i'm saying so like what's going through your mind like when those things will take place or when those will come is it like a no, you just go ahead. You go ahead. I, you go ahead. I mean, go ahead. honestly, I just thought that was that was that, that was just life. That was a lifestyle. That was just, like I I really believed in get it how you live. Like that was really like a thing I used to say. Like okay, I understand this person. This is how they get it. Like this is how they make their money. This is, I mean, I know I'm not gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? But and see that right there. The moment that you said, I know I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna prostitute that, for no money. I don't care how broke I am. There's there's some but there's something that caused you to say that right, within right, yourself. Right, you see what right, I'm saying? Yep. So like what, what what I'm really what I'm doing is I'm I'm getting our listeners to like hear the points where God was trying to draw you really. Yes, absolutely. When those those good the the, the, the conscious moments, those mm-hmm. were the moments that God was speaking to you or just revealing himself to you, or maybe you just had this like no I'm, I'm worth more than that no yeah. i'm more valuable than that even though you may have done this or done that whatever it's god was still showing up you know even in those moments and that's how real god is he doesn't need a, a church setting a worship setting you know what i'm saying where right. we all gather he doesn't need a, like that that formal gathering that we always think about he doesn't need that yeah. he'll show up right in your living room Facts. he'll show Facts. up right when you're in that bed he'll show up right when you're doing what you're doing why you when you kick that door down god would start speaking to you right then and there it, it does not matter so yeah. um so I, I think that's important to note as well like even in those those messy moments that god will still reveal himself to you yeah um so yeah uh so i, got, I did yeah, a lot of ahead. stuff that's just i mean <laughs> that, i mean that's enough yeah, 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 i, I mean I, if you if i go into details it's gonna take up the whole podcast like if you know anybody well, everybody the, the has the purpose a of this podcast is for you to take up the time <laughs> no not that long but i just did a lot of things that weren't conducive to you know i guess if i was living a spiritual life yeah, yeah. okay so um now we're gonna fast forward a little bit okay so um now you take me to the time I guess the moments leading up to you getting saved, mm-hmm. right? So, okay. so now, like by this point, you've 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 experienced some church a little bit. You have a little bit of knowledge of God. Uh, uh, you had, a, I think, you had a friend that became a youth pastor. Um, what's his name? Black dude. I think he's black. I don't know. A friend that became a youth pastor. Like your brother's friend or something. No, 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 no. What? Well, my brother's one of my brother's best friend who. Kind of like a brother to me and my mom helped yeah. raise him. Um, he became a youth pastor real early. Yeah, I got you. Life. I got yeah, you. Yeah. So what? In, before we get into it, like, did he have any influence in your life? So, so like, he became yeah. he got real. He got into the he walk got, like, like really, early on. Yeah, yeah. So like, did y'all lose contact or did um, you just not? Really? I think because him and my brother, because my, my him and my brother like were really really close. They lived different lifestyles. They lived different lifestyles. But his name is Randy. He like he was still like yeah pop up. Yeah, like, yeah. you know he still tries to reach right. out to my right, brother. Right, and stuff. Right. They're still they're not like estranged. But, right. You know how that goes. I got you. Yeah, 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 I got you. So I'm just wondering if he ever, if you played a key, right. in, you know, involvement in. I mean, know. I realized it later. Sometimes you don't realize stuff till later. Like there's people around you who have experienced. You know what I mean? Like wow, like I know now. I know he got radically saved. Yeah, you facts, know what I'm saying? Facts. Because I know the environment he grew up in, which was way crazier. Okay. So I got you. Yeah. All right. So paint me this picture. So like 
tell me the year, tell me, you know, what what was going on, you know. Uh, you just like line up a, like some you. good and right. a small snippet of like what led you to getting saved. Like okay. maybe it was a teaching, or was it some people? Was right, it a right, time right. frame? You know. Okay, and I feel like it's a bunch of little things. Okay, okay. so I'm gonna try to That's hit cool. this. Yeah, um, and I'm gonna try my best because I was telling him earlier. Like I'm like this stuff kind of gets blurry to me now, but um, so I'd say first um leaving California, and I okay. went to Southern. Okay. So, you know, in the South, it's called the Bible Belt. Yeah. So, totally different atmosphere already when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, first time I heard the Lord's Prayer was at practice with the softball team at Southern University. I'm like 20. I'm, I might have just turned 21 at this point. Um, so, that was like, I was like, I never heard this before. And then... The coach was like, yeah, we're going to go to church every Sunday, blah, blah, blah. But I left because after that semester, because of some credit issues. And um, so I never got to go to the church when they started going. But they would say the Lord's Prayer after every practice. So that kind of was like the first initial kind of seed as in like a grown adult away from home. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So now fast forward, <clears throat> I go to Kentucky State University okay. from Southern because they offered me a scholarship at the same time Southern did, but I took Southern's and then I was like, man, they're not taking my credits. It's like I'm starting over as a freshman when I should be coming in as a junior almost. Um, so I was like, let me see what's up with Kentucky. The coach was like, yeah, come here, blah, blah, blah. So I come to Kentucky and then same thing there. He's like, oh, we do church every Sunday. We call it softball church. Me, I was like, coming from California, liberal <laughs> California, I was like, you can't make me do that. I like California, literally told <laughs> no side party. Hey, California. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I feel like we sung that before on here. But anyways, Mm-mm. so anyways, he tells me that. And me being from there, I was like, I told him, I said, I don't feel comfortable going. Um... I don't believe in God. Like, I really told oh, him wow. straight up. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. And he was like, he didn't care. He, I was like, dang, this ain't right. But who am I going to tell? You know what I'm saying? So I ended up going. And then I met some lovely people that he would bring in speakers. Yeah. Um, we were in the little green room in the um, the sports area at the by the stadium. I don't even know if it yeah. looks like that anymore, yeah. really. Um, he would bring in speakers who would share testimonies. And I don't know if they care if we say their name. I don't know if they'll listen to this, but like Tuesday, Lemon and mm-hmm. Eric Lemon shared their testimony. Miss Brandy shared her testimony. Um, and I just remember being so touched by everybody's testimony that shared. I was like, whoa, like I just felt something different, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then that opened me up a lot. Uh, I remember even reaching out to uh, Eric Lemon and was like asking about like which Bible version should I read? Like, I was really interested. I didn't catch my breath. So pregnant. <laughs> um, All right. So cool. So yeah. at this point, um, I'm getting seed sown. You're getting seed sown. Yeah. Now you're, you're the sensitivity that your mom had yeah. is definitely kicking in at this point. Yeah. And uh, you're, you're seeing people like really authentically give you a real context real definition story. of Relatable, what. Relatable. Right. You know, Not like, this, you know, this because we, again, we grew up with this, this churched mindset yeah. like suit and tie you know right. just straight to the point nothing, nothing against suit and tie so don't don't get don't get twisted what i'm saying is just this this concept of religion mm-hmm. and it's not freedom yeah 
And so, like, we don't want to believe in something that's going to keep me from being free because that's not fun, for one. And just second of all, it's like, no. Um, so, anyway, now you're seeing the testimony or hearing the testimonies from people. These people are free and they're relatable. They're not much older than us. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think they're, like... Probably, I mean, they were talking about like we like, used to smoke weed, yeah. and, and I'm like, dang, I'm doing that right now. Like it's so, it was so relatable. <laughs> it was so, re- but like, like you said, I think that was the wisdom of God because the way I grew up, you can't come to me with no church stuff, you know, suited and booted, because I'm not gonna receive that. Like, you know what I mean? Especially just the environment I grew yeah. up, and it's not gonna work with me. Yeah. So I mean, the Lord could do anything, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the wisdom of God. Like I needed to hear those testimonies okay. and stuff. Okay, so you heard the testimonies. Mm-hmm. You're going to Southwall Church now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all in the green room. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> after this takes place, then what? So I mean, I I want to say I didn't go any further deep in. Uh, when we would go travel on the road, though, I would like open up the Bibles that come at the hotels, though. Mm. And I would actually, like, read some stuff. But I didn't have no understanding. You know, like, I didn't really get it. Um, But I was really, like, trying. I was, like, motivated from the the testimonies. But I I never went no further. And I was still doing what I wanted to do. I I was drinking on the road, softball trips, leaving the hotel, going to the liquor store, smoking, just, just everything. Not good stuff, right? And so, um, then I, so I took, it probably took a couple of years from there before I okay. even got saved. Okay. I got you. You got it. But so, now like this, they, in, they it's in been, there it's been sown a little they in bit. There yeah. Facts. Yeah. So now I'm a little more receptive when people talk about God or they're saying, Hey, church, stuff, whatever. So do you want me to, I guess I can go ahead and keep going. Okay. So point. you can, so here's what you can do. So you can fast forward to like, when I got saved, what was like, what was it? In that moment, that mm-hmm. they they gave you that go ahead, like yeah, let's do it. Okay, like, I feel like I still need to say a couple more oh, things. Oh, go ahead. No, because it's just do, 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 do so thing. many different do, things. All right, do me a favor. Do me a favor. Don't pitch it to the time. Okay, okay? just <laughs> just relax and just tell okay. your story. Okay. Okay. That's what we're doing. Okay, so there's a couple more things. Um, so I'm in softball church, blah blah blah. I then um I'm done with softball. I had two years eligibility. I'm done. So now I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm waitressing, I'm still in college, I'm about to graduate. Um, and now I, I meet a friend who's from this area. We start hanging out. Um, you know, me and her would just like smoke a lot. She was very open to like new age type of stuff. And so it was like, that was kind of like trying to couple up like like get together with like that openness I was starting to have. You get what I'm saying? Like that was low key the enemy trying to like put that in me. But, but I also was like researching more stuff because of that. And I I learned a little bit more about Jesus and, and uh, I just was a little more sensitive to stuff going on in the world at that point. Um, And, uh, and then I started dating this guy and um, his parents were very heavily into their church and stuff like that. I didn't know at this time when I'm like started dating them. I didn't even meet his parents until a little later. But the first time I saw his mom, like I always tell it's like she had this light about her that I'd never seen anybody ever had. I was like, whoa, like it shocked me. I remember the first time I saw her, we were smoking in his apartment. She came in there and it was like, like she walked in the room and like she was just bright. 
I don't, I don't know. She had like the spirit of God all over mm. her. So anyways. Wow. wow, that's deep. Yeah. So. And you high. Yeah. And Smart. I was like, I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh my gosh. And then come to find out, super like, super in like woman of God, like yeah. out there with it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And um, it's just God's divine everything, putting everything together. So they started inviting me to church, of course, because I'm dating their son and whatever. And like. He, me and him were just doing our own thing, but we would go every once in a while. It was a Pentecostal church, so they were speaking in tongues. First time ever hearing tongues at this point. Um, and I'm like, what? These people are nuts. <laughs> I'm like, damn, we were speaking in tongues. Okay. Um, so, like, <laughs> I like my, so mind you, I'm like coming from like, so, like, what was, to, so, like, did your, did you, like, do, if you can remember, like, what, did you have a facial expression when you first heard it, or was you just like, mm-hmm. inwardly was like, what? Is in, this? Inwardly, because I had too much respect. Like, yeah. I couldn't, it, whenever I stepped in the atmosphere, and now I know whenever I stepped in any of those atmospheres, it didn't matter what kind. Like, I've been to a Catholic church before, um, like, all that. Like, I always felt like, I need to respect this yeah. area. So you had a reverence for yes. that. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't be like looking funny or anything. I would just be sitting there like taking it all in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyways, I went there a bunch of times. And um, I actually, I remember one time I asked her, I was like, can you teach me about the Holy Spirit? Because I'm seeing all these people like speaking in tongues and stuff. I'm like, what? You know what, what is, I mean? Like, what is, is it this? real? Yeah. And the, the thing is like, I'm like, okay, they're not really crazy because I know them personally. And they're really sane people. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, something's different about this. What is it? Um, But mind you, it was a very religious church though. So like, I wasn't getting like the full, I don't know how to explain it. But it was just enough for me to like, ask questions. And so um, she, she, I remember she broke down crying. And she was like, she was telling her husband, (laughs) she was like, she wants to know about the Holy Spirit. Like she, that's how much she loved God. Like she was just so, so like, that's she was dope. just so touched that I wanted to, you know, know about the Holy Spirit. So anyways, um, I did have ex- an experience one time there at that church where I felt something like in my body, like different. And like, it was like, like I said, it was a religious church. So they were trying to get me to like Terry or whatever. They were trying yeah, to get me yeah, to speak in tongues because yeah, I was having an experience. Right, 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 right. They're like, say Jesus, Jesus. And I just, I didn't understand because I didn't have to understand who, I didn't really understand who Jesus was. You get what I'm saying? And like, you have to understand who Jesus is like to really even want to receive the Holy Spirit. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Wow, wow, wow. So wow. I, I didn't have that. So it's like my mind was blocking me because I didn't know what this was. So fast forward, me and the guy break up. I stopped going there, you know, I mean, don't really talk to his parents as much. I want to say maybe shortly after that, my roommate gives me a car, like no money. Just here, here's a car. Didn't make me pay for it. Um, so I'm like, babe, I'm gonna start going to church. Cause now I'm like curious, you know what I mean? So then I started going to Heavenly Outpour Church. Yeah. So how did you find it, Josie? So I actually had been there one time before with some teammates um, and I, I mean, I, I kind of remembered, I didn't, I mean, we just went and we left, whatever. Um, but I remembered it was a lot of people my age that were there. And so I was like, okay, let me go there again. And I started going and then, um, let me see, how can I explain this? I was going consistently as soon as I got that car, I was like, I'm about to go there. And then, um, 
I was still smoking and drinking at this time in my life. But I told God, because I was going to church and I felt like the pastor at the time, which is now my pastor, which is crazy, was like speaking directly to me. You know what that's like when you're yeah. like, dang, he's talking directly that, to me. Yeah, that's, like, that, that's that conviction yeah, rising. Man, yeah. what? And so <laughs> um, I was just getting more and more open, right? More and more open every time I would go. And I was like, you know, God, I'm, I just don't want to smoke. I don't want to drink for a week. I just want to stop and see. And I was smoking cigarettes too at this time. And then, so I just, I don't want to smoke nothing. I don't want to drink nothing. I just want to just not have that blockage, whatever that is. And so I did it for a whole week. And then I was like, okay, bet. I'm going to go two weeks. And then um, the end of that second week, I was laying in my bed. And it was like God showed me who Jesus was. Like I, I finally understood. Like it was like a revelation of Jesus. And that next Sunday, after I had that, um, in that moment with God, like him showing me who Jesus was, I, uh, they were doing an altar call at heavenly outpour. And I just was like, I'm going up there. I'm like, I'm just going to do, it. I'm just going to go up there. My friend Martin, I, me and Martin were kind of connected cause he's from Cali. And so I went up to him and I was like, I said, I want to be baptized in the Holy spirit. <laughs> and like, mind you, I just this like, is it's figuring this out. Right. It's crazy. And so it was truly faith. Right. It was like straight up faith. I finally had a revelation of Jesus. So that was like influencing that. Mm, that's good. And um, I'm like, I don't have any blockage of like the enemy trying to condemn me through my like smoking and drinking and all of that. Because you right? already overcame that. Right. At, at this I'm like, point. I'm like, I'm clear minded yeah, right now. Right. So I go up there. He barely touches my stomach. I'm trying doing it on him. And like just the power of God. Like I start trembling like the Holy Spirit was like taking me over or whatever you want to call it. Um, but I still wasn't speaking in tongues. And then so apostle, our, our pastor, um, he comes over there and he starts like talking me through it, whatever. And I start speaking in tongues. That's crazy. And Monique, my friend Monique was there the whole time. She saw everything. And then, um, I remember they were like, do you want to get baptized? I'm like, yeah. And, uh, but they couldn't do it that day. So I didn't get baptized in the water until like two weeks later or something like that. But I remember her being like, Asking me, like, you okay? I'm like, yeah, bro, I just feel different. And I just, ever since then, I've never been the same. <laughs> That's it. That's crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy. So, there's a lot of things. Why, why are you, why are you were telling me the ending part of that? Yeah. All I was thinking about was your childhood. Yeah. Just how you brought, how you were brought up, how you came up, you know, and you, it seemed like you kind of became independent, like, not because you had to be on your own, but just, you were just an independent, like, thinker. You just, yeah. you know what I'm saying, on your own. And I'm just, like, just piecing all of that together. And then as you come to this moment where you just finally go uh, all in. And what I love about it the most is that there was a pursuit of Jesus. You didn't think that it was just supposed to just happen overnight. Mm -hmm. And then it would be different. Like, no, you you went on a, I mean, you really didn't know what it was going to be, yeah. what it was going to be like. It was so, it was really a pursuit of you, like, trying to figure out what this Jesus guy is all about. What yeah. this what this what what this holy spirit stuff is talking about so it's like it was god like whole time just setting you apart yeah. and then when he, he setting me up too and when when, 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 when he, he first gave you that that encounter with at that other church yeah that was god like okay look i'm here yeah and now it's time it was crazy i showed him i told him i told him i showed i told him show me your real 
Like, and I really meant it. No, don't do God. Don't, don't, don't do that to God. That's what I needed because that's what I like always was like struggled with. Are you even real? You know, it wasn't like, can you do this? But you know what's a hundred about that? A hundred about that because you kept it real with God. Like it was, it's like, man, look, show me you real. Stop playing with me. That's what I. Stop playing with me. Like, show me you real. It it, it wasn't like a. You didn't say it because you didn't believe it. You just saying like, no, I need to see it because right. if you if I see it, then I'm all in. Facts. So that's, that's all God need because that's because yeah. you're already coming in faith. Even this kind of like a it sound like disbelief, right. but you're really in faith so at I'm that still moment. You still ask it, so you're in faith at that mm-hmm. moment, and God is like, boom. Yeah. I can't move without faith, so right. like therefore I'm about to get feel. Here you go. Here, mm-hmm. take this life. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So this, and then now we are here. So that's that's super crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I know, I know when you were uh, newly saved or whatever, and you were trying to, you know, uh, renew your mind, and you know, you're trying to start abstaining from having sex and mm-hmm. you know, things like that. So I know that was kind of a shock to you at first. Yeah. You didn't really think that <laughs> no, that was. I didn't know that was part of it. <laughs> right. But I mean, it was cool. I understood that. You, you know, right, I, I right, didn't, right. I didn't push back on it because yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Because you Makes were all sense. in at this point, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's, that's that's dope because. It's just dope. It's just hard for people to face that sometimes. Yeah. Um, so now, ha- can you look? Can you look back at? The- okay, so put yourself in that moment, right? After mm-hmm. you've been saved, after you've been filled with the Holy Spirit, after you've spoken in tongues, you're a completely new person now. Yeah. Can you look back at your life, your upbringing, um, the college, the high school, the different schools? Can you look back at any of those moments and say, like, okay, yeah, that was God. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was God talking to me. Or that was God getting me out of the situation. Uh-huh. Or that was God's hand on me. Or yeah. that was, you know, do you, is it, that's, so that's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. That's pretty clear. Yeah, definitely. Like, with so many things. I could have been, everything. <laughs> Just, everything was like, I feel like it was like, God plays chess. <laughs> you know, like, chess, you got to be strategic and move things in certain ways and stuff like that. And I feel like that's just how, like, my life played out was kind of like that. Like, even just going, I went to different schools, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it was just crazy how everything just worked out the way that it did. Cool. Yeah, and there were so many times I probably should have, honestly, I probably should have been in a lot of car accidents. I should have got a lot of DUIs. Yeah, I, I remember you telling me that, yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's, it yeah. was a lot of things I probably maybe even get got killed some people got killed behind me one time got shot you know and i was just in the car smoking right in front of it you know what i'm saying like you don't know like there's so many times like that i've been protected i'm like dang so That's looking crazy. back at that like look at your life now like you're married no. you have a baby on the <laughs> way um, yeah. You have a home, a nice home. That's a whole nother thing. It's uh, like you just, a nice job. You know, it's just like so. Like, yeah. What we need to, well, what I want to encourage the listeners with, I want to encourage them to just kind of like, like listen to her process mm-hmm. and see that it, it, it. She went through life, right? She didn't complain. She didn't get mad. She didn't like give up on God. You know, once she started to pursue God, that pursuit remained. And because it was consistent and it remained that God, God met her where she was at. He didn't say, or she didn't feel like she had to look a certain way or dress a certain way or even sound a certain way. Like God met her right where she was in her thinking and in her, in her, in that space. And he filled her and in her life changed forever. So it's like, now I have something I want to ask you. Okay. Um, 
So, because I remember when you know, you were coming up in high school and you, you had this thought like, life is what it is. Yeah. Get it how you live. You know, this is just how life's going to be. You know, did you see yourself like in the next, you know, four or five years being married and, hey, and having a baby no. on the way and, you know, meeting somebody who was at the exact same place in their right. life as you were when, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so, like, mm-hmm. what was that like? No, I didn't even get to get into all of that of the, like, first of all, of, like, how hurt I was, you know, not growing up with a father and, like, just looking for fulfillment from men. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't even get into all of that part of it. So, no, I never, like, you know how little girls, they say, like, little girls think about their wedding day. I never thought about that. Like, that was never, uh, I never played with Barbies and acting like they were married and stuff like that. Like, because I didn't see that, you know? So, it's just, like, that just wasn't in my mindset so no that i never if anything i i did know i was gonna have kids i did always feel like okay i'll have kids but i never knew it would be in the context of doing it the right way you know waiting to have sex till i get married and having a child in wedlock and stuff like that so no i definitely didn't see myself i never even see myself having the career i have right now anything that i own right now i never I just never thought it was possible, you know? I had a limited perspective or I limited myself. And I think that a large part of that is just due to not understanding that you can have it. Mm -hmm. And then especially now that um, you acknowledge God in your lifestyle and your your, your life is in alignment with his will, then things open up, doors open up and understanding develops and perception grows and Mm -hmm. you look at what your perception was growing up and you're like well now that i have this image in me that i made or that i made in this image rather like why did i think that way right you know it's Mm -hmm. like now like that thought process is boxing god Mm -hmm. and not only boxing god but it's boxing me as well so it's Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna rely on god to for this new life and then this new life is gonna bring me things that i didn't really have growing yeah, up yeah. or that I didn't, I didn't get to experience and so that when i have children it will be a normal thing to them yeah you see what exactly I'm that's what i was gonna say um, next now i get to influence my children in that way right. instead of the other way which i was influenced which is right. beautiful i got you and when i say like what you said like those things come like when i say everything happened i'm not saying that happens with everybody but like my life instantly changed when I gave my life to God. I was in my last semester in college. I ended up getting straight A's that next semester when I got saved. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then my next semester, um, not it was my. I had two semesters left. The semester I got saved, and then because I got straight A's, because you got to think about it, I'm not. My focus is so different. Like I'm not worried about boys. I'm not worried about parties. Like I'm not into all that stuff now. I can focus on the, what's in front of me. Then my my last semester of college was paid for. Like, what a blessing mm. because I got straight A's. It's crazy. Like, God just instantly was yeah. like, look, this was here for you the whole time. <laughs> right, 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 right. You had right. it in you. Never, I've never had straight A's a day of my life. My la, when, my second to last semester of college, I got straight A's. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So you definitely, you was on 10 <laughs> right. at this point. Like, hey, I ain't never turning back. Like, this is, this is. It's been here this that's, whole time. Like, isn't what? That crazy? So, like, I mean, and again, y'all, this this is just a testament to, you know, how God has changed her life yeah. and how God has impacted her life. Um, and so, this lifestyle is for everybody to have, yeah. for everybody to experience. It doesn't matter where you came from. Come on. It doesn't matter where, what you look like. It does not matter any of that stuff, what you didn't have growing up. 
Um, if you didn't have the father, if you didn't have the mother, if you didn't have the protection at home, if you didn't have a home, you know, yeah. it just so many different things that, you know, that we're, we're dealt in life. But those things do do not limit God from um, showing himself to you yeah. um, in every moment. So in any moment. So I want to do one last thing before we get off here. Um, so. Christina, so uh, like have everything in your having everything that you just said, you know, your whole testimony from the childhood, from the just being innocent, just being a good person and yeah. into this is how it is. And this is what life is. And yeah. then getting them seed sown to Louisiana, to Kentucky, the softball church and <laughs> Holy Spirit and then getting filled and, the, you know, all these different oh, things. Right. So like what? OK, so. I'm somebody who is, you know, a stranger to these things like you were, mm. right? So, like, and I'm curious about this lifestyle that you have. Yeah. What advice would oh you give gosh. me on how to uh, pursue this or or uh, if I want this lifestyle? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. I mean, it probably just differ. It could be different for each person's circumstance, but... Um, I would say, like, don't be afraid to ask God for help in wanting to know what you want to know. Like, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you don't need... It's nice to have people, like, tell you, like, oh, God's showing me this about you and this and that. But, like, you know, I had to, I had to really sit there and be like, Lord, can you show me your real? You know what I'm saying? God, I remember after getting saved, I was like, God, can you teach me how to love people? Like, you know, like, don't be afraid to ask god for what you're looking for you know what i'm saying um because it, it you could easily get caught up in like i don't want to say just theatrics but like church theatrics and stuff like that yeah you that's, just tie, that's true you get that's what true. i'm saying you tie that stuff immediately to church yeah right and not right, every right. church is moving in the spirit um so it could that can like inhibit you in your relationship with God. You get what I'm saying? Like, especially if you're trying to find out like, and you have a certain lifestyle that, that doesn't match the church, Mm -hmm. the church's lifestyle. And you try to go there and then you start forming into what they're doing instead of genuinely just asking God yourself. Like I said, he showed me, or you run away or you run away. You're like, yeah, that ain't for me. You know what I'm saying? So like genuinely asking God to show you personally, that's great. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I think that that's a great way to end. And I think that that's a great way to um, give somebody advice is to ask God for themselves to show him um, who he is and, and what he can do, what he will do for them. Um, and and that, honestly, that's that's my whole mindset on this lifestyle. Like, man, just ask God for yourself. You don't have nothing to lose. You Because in this case, in that scenario, yeah. you already don't believe. Right. So you ain't losing nothing. Right. So, like, just <laughs> ask him. Ask him, like, don't have no ill intent. Don't be angry. I mean, don't be like, I don't know, with vengeance asking. I mean, just, just, just genuinely like, you know, if you're confused, be confused. That's okay. If you don't know, you don't know. Like, if you're dumbfounded, it's okay. Like, just ask God with a sincere, genuine heart. And that's what God moves on. Mm -hmm. The genuineness. You know what I'm saying? He moves on that. Um, But yeah, y'all, this was um, a good episode to, to, to share with you guys. Um, the testimony of my wife. Um, uh, if you guys want to hear more about her testimony, y'all can hit us up on our Twitter or Instagram. Um, Logan Lounge PC. Again, that social media handle is Logan Lounge PC on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we look forward to bringing y'all another episode soon. 
Maybe not until after the baby's born. We don't know. Uh, but uh, we'll see. which is in a couple mm-hmm. weeks, so we'll we'll see how things shake out. But thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate y'all again, and as always, we'll see y'all next time, bro. Next time, bro. <laughs> see ya. Good job, baby. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> okay, bye. And come on, let's go.